Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Located in the city's Viking Triangle, I'm joined now by the museum's curator, Rosemary Ryan, who's going to show me about this wonderful museum of clocks and time. Rosemary, tell me more. The museum covers, it has, contains, displays the very best Irish clocks and watches in the entire world, thanks to two extraordinary donors of collectors of clocks and watches. So, we're here in what I take it was an old church, looking over two floors, adorned with the most wonderful timepieces I think I've ever seen. This is fantastic. It is fantastic. We absolutely adore our Irish Museum of Time and it's driving visitors to our other museums. We have seven visitor attractions, no less, in the Viking Triangle in Washford City. And that's the only museum quarter on the entire island of Ireland. So back to the Museum of Time, and it consists of these two floors. The mezzanine level is half of a watch dial or face, as you can see, or clock face. And these round showcases go from the very earliest clocks and watches right up to present day watches made in Ireland today. So the oldest are German and they were made about 1550. Wow. A watch and a clock in each showcase. And then we come along to the very oldest Irish watch and clock probably in the world, dating from about 1685. And then, as I say, we go chronologically right up to the present day. And some of these clocks, not only are they masters of time and precision, but they're beautiful pieces of furniture. Yes. Are they not? Yes, absolutely. Um, people react to them on very many different levels. Some people are into the technology, the science. Other people don't necessarily even need to know the science or they're not interested, which is absolutely fine. Um, just as you say, as beautiful pieces of furniture, they're absolutely magnificent. The best of mahogany, there are some oak ones, and the ones with the marquetry are absolutely extraordinary. And um, This one here has its original caddy top, so every single bit of that is original. It's about 1720, made by a French Huguenot refugee to Ireland, Joel Hulbert, with its original top, which of course many long case clocks in Ireland and, and worldwide lost as houses got smaller. People just reduced the, yeah. the high top to something more manageable for their house size. You mentioned uh, the generosity of two uh, long-standing horologists, David Bowles and Coleman Kern, who I think have dedicated everything we see here to the city of Waterford and to this museum. Tell me about these individuals because they're not people I know of. These are two absolutely extraordinary men. We really owe them such a debt of gratitude. In fact, all of Ireland owes these men a debt of gratitude for donating their life collections of clocks and watches to the people of Ireland for public display and learning. It's really an extraordinary legacy they've left. Yeah. And we, we really need to acknowledge and, and um, you know, savour these the people like this who have that sense that um, they want to pass this, this uh, their, the things they love, they want to pass on the object they love to children. They're very interested in young people and children learning about the heritage of Ireland. Now, can I ask you about the anchor escapement? I know nothing about it, but I'm, I'm hearing it's very important. This is the oldest surviving clock in the world which has an anchor escapement, which is the thing that makes it go tick-tock. Okay. And because we have a date for this wonderful gold-plated clock in pristine condition, which was incidentally bought from a County Waterford house, which is, makes it doubly interesting for us here, um, 
because of that, we have that date, it puts to rest a debate which went on for hundreds of years as to who invented the anchor escapement, William Clement of London. There you go. And we have it here. We have it here. Wow. And on the back wall here, uh, Rosemary, again, listen to that lovely chime. Isn't it fantastic? On the back wall here, I'm looking at 12 grandfather clocks, as I'd call them. Yes, these are the best 12 Irish long case, which is the more correct term, clocks in the, in, the into, in the world. They go from, they date from 1685, the earliest, which has lost its case, to 1937. And they're all extremely special in different ways. Am I allowed to ask how much these are worth? <laughs> oh, I think priceless. Uh, they have individual values, obviously. Yeah, but you know, but we're talking significant money. We're talking here. very significant monies, yeah, yes. Wow. Um, again, pointing up the generosity of the donors. Now, I didn't think I'd be uh, needing to go to the loo here in the uh, Irish Museum of Time, but let me tell you, folks, this is one loo with a difference. Uh, it's a toilet, obviously, and it has the standard uh, toilet cisterns and all that, but adorned in this loo are all these wonderful clocks that look at you as you do your business. Um, there's also some wonderful quotations on the wall, and I'm going to give you one from John Milton who said, how soon had time, the subtle thief of youth, stolen on his wing, my three and twentieth year. There you go. So, so even the loo here is uh, steeped in time. I think there's one, two, maybe 15 different old clocks in it. Well worth a look and well worth spending a penny there. So we're upstairs now and again up in the gallery, let's call it. It's the mezzanine floor of the old church. Oh, listen to that. So that is the clock that David Bowles, that belonged to David Bowles' father and got him started with clock making. So he grew up with that. David is a musician, I gather, as well as being a horologist. That is wonderful. So Rosemary, we've come through the passage of time. You've, you've shown us all the historical timepieces and, and I really am blown away by them. But we're going to finish here with uh, maybe some modern watches uh, which showcase Irish horologists. Tell us a little bit about these and the people who made these uh, lovely wrist pieces. So, you know, it's been a revelation to me and to many others that now, now um, a watch can be made in Ireland, and there are many actually, quite a few Irish independent watchmakers in Ireland. So this uh, display here is by a great guy called Brian Leach of Sedarius Watches in County Carlow. And Brian makes these wonderful watches inspired by Newgrange and, and the story of our you know, time passing and our time keeping, which is inspired by Newgrange, which is very fitting. So listen, this is, um, again, I didn't know about this. I'm putting my hand up and saying I didn't know about it. I think we've discovered a real treasure here, Rosemary. This is a most wonderful exhibit. If you know nothing about clocks, watches, time, come in here and spend a couple of hours. It's well worthwhile. So thanks for taking the time to show us around today and even allowing us to use your lovely toilet downstairs. Thank you, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.